Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Q, it's 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Great new inventory, fabulous pre owned inventory. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Care, it's 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Diego Maradona passed away today at the age of 60. It turned out to be heart in the end that took him. Back in 1986, he electrified the soccer world. Goal to play in midfield, the way that Maradona has been able to do. In 1986, he was the show in football slash soccer. Very pleased to be joined by somebody who's one of the best in our business for decades. And we appreciate the time he's giving us today because he's got Penn State, Michigan on Saturday. That is Mike Golick, Sr. Mike, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Pleasure to be on. And I just, I hope I'm not bad luck because the last three weeks, my three games were all postponed or canceled, so <laughs> I hope that doesn't follow suit to this one. <laughs> well, we got the Penn State test results at least up to Friday today. It was 1,381 total tests, four positives, so that was for the athletic department, so that right. seems to be okay for the moment. <laughs> Okay. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah, that's that's what. But in this, I mean, I was supposed to be doing a basketball game today. Oh, so, right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, that, that's amazing. I was somewhat. I, I thought one of the first things that would go would be some of these preseason tournaments. Um, yeah. I, I didn't know if teams would want to put themselves in position of being with a number of other teams. So I thought those would take a little more uh, of a hit than they would, but they wanted to try and keep going. And as we're seeing, there's been more than a few postponed already. Yeah, so that's what I've got to deal with is one postponement, and then I'll go from there. Uh, you, you and I, me on radio, you on TV, have one of the bigger mystery games of the week, I think, in some oh. ways. When you sit down and look at this matchup, What's pouring through your head so that when you and Dave Pash talk on Saturday, you want to hit some points? I, I mean, it, it's stunning to me. Uh, obviously, you know, in talking, we'll cover the game as far as the, the game is going on and some of the players, and certainly there are a number of players worth talking about, but also that's going to be big picture of these two programs, you know, uh, between Franklin and Harbaugh, just where they've gone, the success they've had, and just how it seems like it's fallen off the table this year, and just how. I mean, we talked to a few of the of the players today, and it's just there's just a lot of frustration with 
you know, practices are good. We all feel good. And then we just make too many mistakes on the field as we see, especially with turnovers we see. And those can be absolute killers, and they are. And it's just, you know, it adds to it for the fact that you had this crazy offseason where the teams couldn't be together. Then you didn't even think you were going to be playing. And then you find out you're playing, and you know it's going to be a shortened season, so every game counts. And, you know, for Penn State, they come right out of the gate and lose in overtime to Indiana. And, I mean, you already know what one loss can cost you in a regular season, let alone in a shortened season like this. So right out of the gate, you're like, oh, man, we took a hit. And stuff like that can snowball. You know, and, and it's just – and for Michigan, the, the, the same way. You know, now in changing quarterbacks, and it's just been surprising to me that Harbaugh hasn't been able to get a really high – high-ranked quarterback that could come in and be an established starter, it's a real head-scratcher with two blue-blood programs and just how they're struggling now. Mike, when you talk about the turnovers, I mean, as somebody who played this game, all right, you're on the defensive side of the ball. Now, obviously, you got to bow up and do your job. But how deflating is it even for a defense when the offense can't keep the ball and they're putting the defense in some bad spots? Well, what happens is, and is you start to think, when is it going to happen? You know, you see maybe something positive going on, but you're like, well, we know what's happened in the past. When is it going to happen? It's just a matter of time before it happens, and you just wonder if it gets in players' minds. I don't wonder; it does. Now, some more than others of just, you know, this is where the bottom usually falls out. And and as 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 a defensive player, you know, you're just that's. That's what you just have to keep saying, okay? If we're in a bad position, we got to go out and we got to make some stops. We stops. We have to pick up the other side of the ball. But the snowball that is rolling downhill now uh, for Penn State is is a tough one. There's no doubt about it. I mean, what what a crazy position, you know, they're in right now as far as you know, not winning a game, going to have a losing season. I'm what 49 seasons, I believe it is. I yeah. mean, it, it's right. it's just it's. It's crazy to think of it going this bad. You know, there's some, obviously some quality players on this team, but, you know, it's just one where collectively it just goes bad. Because it's played out 180 of what I thought it was going to play out yeah. based on what I thought in October. You know, and I'm around them all the time. It's played out 180. I know Jack Cam and I have talked on our broadcast about – Usually the offense can bail out the defense or the defense can bail out the offense. And you feel like through this whole thing, nobody's been able to bail out anybody. Oh, not at all. I mean, you want one side to pick up the other, but, you know, it, it's just not happening. You know, and yeah. injuries have hurt along the way. I'm talking actual injuries, not not COVID, but COVID certainly has, has hurt. But injuries have hurt this team along the way. Th- th- that's why it's just such a head-scratcher, because usually there's enough talent. And I say the same thing about Michigan, you know, yeah. that there's enough talent that something, some good can overcome some of the bad that's gone on. But in this year, it just hasn't – listen, I remember when the season started, we were all like, oh, okay, Big Ten starting. Oh, can't wait for that second game, Penn State, Ohio State. You know, everybody's looking forward to that one. That's going to be a real tester there. And then all of a sudden, you have the overtime loss to Indiana. And you're like, oh, my God. You know, didn't yeah. see that one coming. And then it was like, well, okay, uh, Penn State wants any shot at all. They're going to have to beat Ohio State. And when that didn't happen, I mean, like I said, early into a season, you start thinking, okay, one of the things we're playing for 
is basically already gone. And that's why I meant that it just snowballs from there. So then let's get to the Michigan side of it. All right, they get off to a good start against Minnesota, and Minnesota's been up and down. But then the head-scratcher to me was Michigan State in the second game. And then Wisconsin, which really put it – put it to them obviously so when you've had a chance to really look into them what are a couple of things that have jumped out to you as to maybe why well I, I mean the, the one thing that you always knew about a Michigan team uh, because of Don Brown the coordinator is they were going to be a, a great defense I mean right. from BC to his starting time in Michigan he had one of the top defenses in the country for years and then last year, okay, they weren't as good as some of the others, but I think they were still 12th. I mean, this year, it's, it's their 90th. I mean, it, it blows my mind how much this defense is giving up because we know about, about the offense. It has never been a high-flying offense. It's a very, very tough defense. The offense likes to run the ball. You had a quarterback in Joe Milton who didn't have a great completion percentage at all, um, you know, as many interceptions as touchdowns. So you knew they would run the ball, and they do with a group of running backs. So, you know, that tough defense is always there. And the defense has really, really fallen on hard times. So that's been a surprise to me. And also, as I said early on, I am just amazed that Jim Harbaugh, this former quarterback in college, quarterback in the NFL for years, leading the 49ers to the Super Bowl, kind of a quarterback guy, has not been able to get a steady, highly rated recruit quarterback there. I mean, the most steady one they had for the last couple of years is a guy in, in Sean Patterson, a guy who transferred in. You know, and they had guys transferred out, uh, transferring out, and now Milton gets to start. Listen, Cade McNamara looked great in the game in their win against uh, Rutgers when he came in and, and basically helped bail that team out for what he did. So I'm going to be real interested to see what he does in this. But for me, Michigan is known for, you know, a hard-running game, a decent passing game, and a tough-as-nails defense. And it just, it just absolutely positively has not been there. You know, the, the rushing, what, the, what they're not even, you know, they're just barely in the top 40, you know. Or, no, I'm sorry, they're, they're uh, uh, Michigan, yeah. Uh, they're, yeah. No, I'm sorry, I, that's my bad. Their rushing is, what, 102nd? 102nd in So they can't crazy. run the ball. The defense can't stop anybody. So it's very unbecoming, especially to me on the defensive side. Yeah, because I, you and I both know that Don Brown wants to blitz, blitz, and blitz some more because he'll take his two corners and he'll play them out there, man up. And it's it seems do. like, yeah, and, 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 and still do, but sometimes you don't have the personnel that can pull that off. Well, it's exactly right. You've got to be able to get to the quarterback. They have right. eight sacks. You know, you put yeah. your guys on an island, you know, on the outside that you, you better get some pressure. I mean, that that's why I'm really looking forward to, you know, what Dotson is able to do in this game. He's been such a big play guy for yeah. Penn State. And, I mean, he's a guy that's got to be chomping at the bit. It's a man coverage, especially if his quarterback gets a little bit of time. I mean, just how much that's going to hopefully help. Now, the, the offense, you know, they've given up 20 sacks, so there's been pressure on the quarterback. Yeah. But if he can get some time in there, and they're in man coverage. I'm really, really interested in what Dante can do. Right, exactly. Uh, it's interesting you brought up about the Michigan quarterback situation because it is a point, as people who listen, I've made several times. I've been mystified by that. His best quarterbacks have been, as you correctly pointed out, Shea Patterson, and his first quarterback that transferred from Iowa, Jake Rudock, 
he right? hasn't, rec- he hasn't recruited his own guy. And I mean, you and I can sit here. I'd say, hey, Mike, what's your theory on that? <laughs> I mean, that'd be a question, but I don't know what the theory is. I don't understand why he can't get that. Well, well, I would let's let's look at maybe the system that they run isn't what these quarterbacks are used to. There's a lot of throwing now, and Michigan doesn't do a ton of it. So maybe these quarterbacks, you know, are are, are seeing that. Also, let's also be honest: the 18 year olds when I was 18 to where these kids are 18 and being recruited, they're a hell of a lot smarter right now. The seven on seven camps that are going on around the country, right. you see where guys are going and then where they're not ending up. Michigan quarterbacks are not ending up in the NFL. High, high, you know, four-star, five-star guys see that. They say, wait a minute, where can I go to a, to a great college, play, have a great chance to win, and jump to the NFL? You're not seeing that at the quarterback position in Michigan. So maybe I aren't going to get the high recruits that go there. But it really has been surprising to me. But the more they struggle at that position, the more I think these big-time recruits are going to say, why am I going there? They don't throw the ball a ton, and these guys aren't making it to the NFL, and this is where all 18-year-old, four- or five-star recruits want to end up. So that that's in their game plan, and they just don't see it in Michigan at the quarterback position right now. I assume you're doing this game from home? Yes, yeah, doing it from ESPN. Yeah, have a bunch right. of monitors there, which, which is a bummer. I mean, it, it, it yeah. really is. You know, you miss the energy of a crowd, but just you know, Dave Pass will be in Arizona. I'll be at home, and Paul Carcaterra, our sideline, will actually be in Michigan at the game. So it does make it a little tougher. But hey, I'm just happy there's a game, and I'm happy yeah. to be calling one. Yeah, especially after the last three weeks. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. So I did morning radio for 21 years. So what's it been like to at least get a little more sleep? <laughs> I tell you what, it's been wild. I I can't believe. I'm actually sleeping until like 7 or 7.30. I used to, like, still kind of stir and and open my eyes at like 4.15, the time I would get up for the last 22, 23 years. But I've been able to kind of sleep past that now. So when I can actually go out on the market, as they say, in the beginning of the new year when my contract's up, it'll be interesting if I want to do a morning show again and start (laughs) to go back and get up early again. I don't know. I may have to take a later day part or something just because I'm used to the sleep. Yeah, the toughest part for me is when the, there'd be a basketball game, say at Wisconsin or, or Minnesota or someplace, and I have to fly back overnight. I'm like, oh, I've got to go in. <laughs> that well, that's was... tough. Yeah, for you doing basketball because it's, you know, during the week games. Yeah. That's the one beauty of calling college games. There's always on the weekend. So I'm always guaranteed to get, you know, a day of rest a little bit on the weekend before my mind starts. You, you had it a lot tougher doing midweek yeah. games. Yeah. Hey. You're brilliant as always. Whatever you do, you'll be great at. Uh, have enjoyed your work for a long time with great respect. Happy Thanksgiving to Chris and your entire family. To all of you as well. I appreciate it. Mike Golick Sr. joining us. He'll be on the game with Dave Pash on uh, Saturday. Oh, and by the way, now we've we've completed the uh, Golick uh, dynamic duo here. We had Mike Jr. on earlier. So... <laughs> We had Mike Jr. on about, what, a month and a half ago? Two months ago? Yeah, I want to say it was about two months ago. It was right yeah. as he took over from doing the uh, the new 4 to 7 ESPN radio show. I had to ask him about sleeping. I, I, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what he decides to do on that. But to be honest with you, to, you know, and I can now make this statement at this stage of my career, I'm never going back to morning radio. <laughs> 
Well, no, I'm not. I mean, I'm, I mean, it. I, I'll be honest with you, and, and it's, I'd like to talk to Mark about this sometime, Mark Lawrence, because Mark's great at it. I mean, Mark's great at at doing radio, period, but great at doing morning radio. But wow, I'll tell you, after a while, it physically wears you down. Now, my schedule is a little bit different, obviously. Uh, it always has been because it would be, I went from, in the 21 years I did Penn State basketball the entire time, and I did the spikes for seven seasons. So I had, now, now when you're home, you're okay. When you're home, you're okay. In other words, in most of the spikes games I would be doing, I'd be at home. Uh, so, you know, you, the game would get over at 10, 30, 11. Okay, fine, you're up at 4, 30. You know, so you get a short night's sleep. But it was the traveling back and forth in midweek from basketball where you, know, you get in at 2 in the morning, you get in at 3 in the morning. Oh, you got delayed. I remember when, I remember I did, this was not morning radio, but I remember after the Rose Bowl, I did a game at Michigan. And so I flew directly from Los Angeles to Detroit. But then they wanted to do something with James at 8 a.m. when I got back. It was a TV interview. I said, okay, great. I said, I have no problem. We're in Michigan. I'll be back before midnight because it's only a, it's, it's an hour flight back. And, of course, <laughs> I was sitting on the runway at, at 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> because they're having a problem with the de-icer. I got back at 4.30. Like, uh, it wears you out. And it wears you out. I am so much more rested now than the last nine years I've been there. As rested as rested gets. <laughs> like, every once in a while around me, I got I may run into something with the Virginia Tech game uh, down in um, Blacksburg in a couple of weeks. But that's about it. Like, you know, I'm rested. I'm happy. <laughs> I feel like I feel like doing this has added years to my life. Now, that's not what people want to hear on Thanksgiving. <laughs> you mean he's going to live longer? <laughs> oh. Oh. At least I haven't had a career where at one point or another I was known on the air as the Biffer. Back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Game is going to be 115 on Sunday on NBC. It's on NBC. NBC, one fifteen, not one o'clock, not one o five, one fifteen. Well, that's going to make the suit even angrier to have an oddball kickoff like that. He's already furious to begin with. Uh, yeah, that's not going to no, be I'm, ideal for him. I mean, I'm listening. I mean, have you been listening in the background? Oh yeah, it's bad. That's him throwing stuff. <laughs> I'm like, I'm unreal. I'm trying to do a show here. He's throwing stuff. I don't get it. I mean, I'm looking for some semblance of professionalism. 
No, I was, I was telling her, the 21 years of morning radio, you're going like, I mean, most days are fine, most days are fine, but boy, it does wear you out. It's not because it's not as if, hey, I'm done with the morning show and I'm done for the day. You know, I'd have to go over the TV station, you know, practice, do some other shows, do TV shows, things like that. So, I mean, I always had a lot on my plate. But after a while, you get really worn down. And I'm talking about the, the cumulative part. That's why I give Mark Lawrence all the credit in the world. Man, way to go. Way to go. Now, I'd like to point out that I know he seems really grumpy to you, but the suit's current mood is not a product of morning radio. No? I actually think he might have done it before. Oh, I think he's done morning radio. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. All right, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kiev. Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford Lincoln Kia Hyundai. Fabulous. New inventory. Great pre-owned inventory with the Sunbury Motors guarantee. Great sales staff. Fabulous service department. Take care of everything, especially the all-critical routine maintenance. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kier, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. And now on this Thanksgiving weekend, we bring in the forever thankful king. Hey, what up? How's it going? Oh, it's going great. Yeah, yeah. It's a rough year. I was just telling Matt, Gino Ariema gave an interview yesterday, and UConn girls' practice is now off for two weeks because they had a couple kids test positive, not players, but staff. And uh, he said it's just a tough year for anybody in sports because you don't know if – Tomorrow, if you even have a season, you know, or <laughs> and yeah, your kids have... do everything right, and someone tests positive, and you got to cancel for two weeks, you said you just deal with it. You know, yeah. No, it's a uh, fear for no, everybody. No, no I was supposed to have a bas- sports or whatever it is. It's, yeah, you know, I was supposed to have a basketball game today, and yeah. at the last second yesterday, got postponed. So they're going to play Saturday, so I won't do that game. Uh, but then, uh, uh, so the next basketball game I'm scheduled for is next Wednesday. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, That's... you know who quit on the air? <laughs> Jody Ambrosio. Did he really? Yeah. Jeez, the last the last time I saw Joe was a year and a half ago. We had a great talk, long talk. Um, at the uh, NCAA lacrosse tournament in East Hartford. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, he quit on the air. Yeah, well, he's on the air now, but he said it, 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 he lost his temper with a uh, caller. I was had it on here, and I, you know, I live for that stuff. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> and the caller was getting into him, you know, because he, Joe Jody's kind of liberal, and. Uh-huh. 
It was right before the election, and Jody started screaming at him. He said, I have a right to my opinion, and I'll say whatever I want to say, and you know what? You're not going to have to worry anymore because my contract's up in June, and I'm out of here. And then the <laughs> next day, <laughs> the next day it was in the paper, he quit. He gave his resignation that he's out. And then they reprinted it again a couple of days ago. I was like, wow. Is I he, think there's more to it than that, but... Is, it, is, you know, is his resignation effective in June or now? June. June. He's, he's, he's working out his contract, but he's done in June. But, yeah, he oh, wow. said, the new people won't have me to beat up anymore. I was like, holy cow, you got thin skin. The bottom line is he didn't have good chemistry with Ray Dunaway. Even though they like each other, the show was off, and they were getting... You know, people yes. would complain on other shows, and I was like, wow, Joe, because he quit uh, NBC Channel 30, too. He's out of that. Yeah. So, and well, he's no longer the voice of UConn Sports. So well, he basically would... went from the top of the heap to nothing so, in well, a year UConn, and a half. The so. UConn thing was forced upon him, not because of UConn and not because – but he he needed – because of benefits, you need the full-time employment. Right. And he could not stay where he was, full-time employed, and do UConn because they switched stations and UConn wouldn't let him. Right. And they tried to rent him out. They tried to rent him out, and the, his current employer wouldn't allow that. So that's why he had to give up UConn. Because, I mean, I talked to him about this. So, uh, yeah. And, ah, uh, it's a shame because he's good. He's a good man. I mean, he... I like him. Personally, well, like I like you. him a lot. He's the voice of their football and basketball for 30 years, you know, and now he's out of a job completely. I don't, unless he's got something else lined up that he wants to move into, because right. that Mike Crispino, I mean, he he sucks. But <laughs> he's hard to listen to, so. Yeah, well, I don't. we'll see what they want to do, what they want to do with it. Um I think Joe's it's a little bit old. because there's no I, sports. I, I mean, right. it, there's yeah. nothing to do, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, he could, he could it, announce for anybody. I mean, he's I great. know. He's, he's tremendous. I uh, have uh, great respect for, for Joe. But it's, uh, it's interesting you mentioned the chemistry thing, because I've talked to my students about this. I said, there's certain things I can't tell you. I said, number one, I cannot tell you how to get a job. There's no magic formula magic bean that gets yeah. you a job. You just have to be persistent. So the other part is, I said, when working with somebody, I said, I can't teach you chemistry. You either have it or you don't. Mm -hmm. And see, this is where I've been really lucky. And the, the people I work with, you know, Matt and I have a lot of fun together. Um, I don't begrudgingly mention the suit and I had fun together. All right. <laughs> I struggle with you. I know you do, and uh, and obviously Jack, Jack, and Dick Girardi. Yep. I mean, it's it's easy. You have no idea how easy it is working with all these people. They're just easy to work with. It's like and so there's you give and take, you know, right? right and there's give and take along the way. Uh, but but I said you can work with your best friend that you've known forever. 
and for some odd reason on the air it doesn't click, and then you can work with a total stranger, and suddenly on uh, it, it clicks. I said I can't explain the chemistry part to you at all. I think one thing to watch out for would be somebody like Ray Dunaway, who I don't know if you're familiar with him, yeah. but he's been the host of the morning drive for WTIC for like 30 years, and for the most part did it alone. Yeah. So when you get put in a situation, that's a tough situation, you know. He he, he doesn't need Jody, you know what I mean. He's been doing yeah. it alone for a long time. So well, you know you've got it's them trying too hard to get along with each yeah. other, and I think that was kind of a problem. You sure. know, you know, it's interesting. You could Vince... notice the difference if when Jody was gone, and the well, difference Vin... when Ray took a day off—that right. they were different on the air. So. Well, Vince Scully, Vince Scully worked with people forever. Okay, mm-hmm. and then Don Drysdale died. He never worked with another person on the air again. Really? Yep. He did the rest of the rest of the time with the Dodgers. He worked alone from the day Don Drysdale died. He just and Drysdale that was, was it. Good. And Drysdale was great. Drysdale yeah. was great. You know, um, and but that was I always found it interesting. He just felt better, more comfortable once he lost his trusted partner. On the air, yeah. to working by himself the rest of the way. Was, yeah. All right, we got we got picks to make. We got a lot of calls. No, I don't. I quit. Oh, you quit? <laughs> yeah. That's uh, because right, he that went that one and seven last week. <laughs> that appears to be an on-air trend of life. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> I, play. I well, just but, didn't okay. feel well. His new way of decision Remember making: the Cougar is better than the female? Duck is done. I just didn't but feel well. She had like an eight-stroke lead. I had a tummy ache. So. Uh, so what are the current records? All right. So I went six and two. Yeah. Steve went three and five. Kevin went one and seven. <laughs> so I have increased my lead as the lead dog at fifty-two and twenty-nine. Yeah. Steve is now forty-six and thirty-five, and the king is thirty-eight and forty-three. <laughs> so we'll take a break. We'll come back with our trusted picks that the audience says, "Hey, wait, this is great." In a moment. <laughs> Brought to you by Subway Motors on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. 
Well, there we go. I apologize. <laughs> for what? For my for my rudeness. I have to be a good sport. I'm 38 and 43. That's correct. Steve's 47 and 34. I am at 46 and 35. Oh, good. Oh, <laughs> I'm closer. Okay. And then I'm 52 and, and 29. 52 and 29. Yep. What a commanding lead. Yes, I know. You know I what know. you get for winning, Matt? What's that? A pickle. Nothing. <laughs> oh, a pickle. That's right. Hey, I'm okay so with that. You get a pickle from um, the, um, Brewer's Outlet. Yeah. I never right. got my pickle. <laughs> Uh, I had to go buy one. No, I didn't buy anything. The, the great owner there gave it to us. I'll take uh, a slushie instead. See, they didn't have slushies. So. Well, now we got them. I want one. Yeah. So, okay, you will get a free slushie. All right. I'll have it. FedEx. Oh. Perfect. <laughs> I need to know what kind. I can just drive across the river and go get it. Meet him there. Be Corey there. Okay, I'll, I'll call in a, uh, I'll give you a credit there. Perfect. Okay. All right, here we go. Turkey Day football. We only have two now, with the Steelers now 115 on Sunday. Houston at Detroit. Kevin, who do you have in this enlightening Houston. matchup? I have Houston. Houston. I have Houston as well. Steve. Can I pick a tie? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Why not? I'll, I'm going to pick Detroit. Okay. Houston would play great last week. They, they did. did. They played very well. Detroit screwed me over. Oh. So you're oh, a little I, bitter in that pick? I'm very bitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Battle for the NFC East. Winners in first place with four wins. Woohoo! Washington at Dallas. Steve. Can I pick a tie? <laughs> Is this the theme of the Thanksgiving Day football? I'll go with Dallas. Wow. King. I got, well, you know, I'm thinking today a cowboy would beat an Indian, but then that's no longer the Washington Redskins, so that doesn't work. So the Washington team, the Cowboys stink. I got the Washington I have Dallas as well. I I fear that that come from behind win against Minnesota might be the start of a maybe, maybe a run. Defense, that was the best I've ever seen the defense look. I get Minnesota's been up and down this year. Andy Dalton's back, so I, I don't know. I got Dallas. I got a bad feeling. I got Dallas. And then finally, the aforementioned Baltimore at Pittsburgh game, now at 115 on NBC. King. Steelers, uh, Jackson's not playing well at all. I got Pittsburgh very good. I love the defense. I got Pittsburgh as well, Steve. One fifteen starters maybe rethink this. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there you go. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I was hoping God take Baltimore. Okay, good. 
Up, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I started the college this college segment too early. I forgot one more NFL game. Arizona at New England. Steve. There's no games to pick, guys. I went through the whole thing. I'm sitting with my secretary. I'm like, that, that, all the games are like, so this is the uh, closer. What, college or the NFL? College got some pretty good games this weekend. Like who? North Carolina and Notre Dame's a pretty good game. Oh, Notre Dame's going to blow them off the field. Ooh, I don't think so. I think North Carolina was Yeah, as a Notre okay, Dame well, fan, I think it's going to be a little then. bit closer than what people think. We'll put North yeah. Carolina. It doesn't matter who's home. So, Notre Dame. But we still got to do Arizona Ari- New Arizona New England. I'm going to go with Arizona. Me too. Arizona. King? Yeah, um... You know what? I'm going to roll the dice and just to get a different one. I'll take New England. Okay. New England can be funny. I don't, you know? I'll, I'll take New England on this. I'm comfortable with that. And I'm not just doing it. So, okay. All right. Now to college. Number 13, Iowa State. And number 17, Texas. Big one in the Big 12. King. Texas. Long horns. I got the horns as well. Steve. What time does that game kick off? Ah, uh, actually, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Texas. <laughs> Noon, I think, but uh, actually, I don't know. Texas, Texas. <laughs> All right. Iron Bowl. No Nick Saban officially this time because he actually has symptoms of COVID as Bama hosts Auburn. Steve. No Nick Saban, no problem. Bama. Exactly. Bama outright in this one. Auburn stinks. Alabama. All right. Big Ten action now. Maryland at number 12. Indiana. Steve. The only concern I have about Indiana is if they have the Ohio State hangover. I always get, get, you know, all the years I've done this. You always think about don't let a team beat you twice. That's the only concern I have. I, Indiana's better than Maryland, so I'm just going to go in the gut that Indiana's just better than Maryland. They'll win. Yeah, I, I like the Hoosiers. I think they take care of business, too. Bounce back. But again, my concern is you throw everything you have emotionally into that Ohio State game, and you didn't quite get there. Right? And that, that's just my one concern about that. All right, King. Who I was you got? really impressed by Indiana. I mean, I had yeah. it on the radio waiting for my wife. She was in the grocery store for a long time. I listened to the whole half. Um, Indiana came back, man. They did yeah. not quit, you know? Yeah. I, and they were getting blown out. And they hung in there and they won the second half. So I don't know if that's an indictment on Ohio State. I don't know. Right. So, uh, Indiana, I was really impressed with. All right, and then finally, Colorado at number 18, USC. And the Buffaloes have never beaten the Trojans. Do they do it this time, King? Yes, they will. Ooh. I got the Buffaloes winning this game by two touchdowns. Oh, how about that? All right, Because Steve. the game's at 3 o'clock. <laughs> oh, it's at 3? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> USC wins in the final play of the game like they have all their other ones. Well, I'm opposite thinking with King. I think USC wins outright. I think Colorado stinks, too. 
<laughs> I didn't say they stunk. I said USC wins on the final play of the game. <laughs> like they do all their other ones. Hey, you guys said Navy stunk, and they almost won. So That's true. Did Navy win? No, they lost by yeah. 10 points, then I, I think. Then so. I was correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's a two-score game. It's not even a one-score game. Come on now. Okay, let's do the North Carolina-Notre Dame game. I think North Carolina is going to win. How? Right. I really like Good. a quarterback. I just think that this is a ripe-for-an-upset game. I hope you're wrong, but I have a feeling this is not going to be – This is. I'm going to be sweating this one out, I think. I agree. You got North Carolina? Well, I, I still think Notre Dame's going to pull it off. But you're picking Notre Dame. Move on. Yeah, but I'm, this is going to be a close game. So you got Notre Dame. Yes. I got Notre Dame. Are we officially adding this to this week? Yes. Okay. All right. I wasn't sure. A- add it in. Come on. He said there weren't any good games. I think it's a good game on Friday. <laughs> I don't know how I missed that. Is North Carolina ranked? Yeah, they're 25. Uh, four, yeah. Oh, man, that's how I missed it. It was way down. Yeah, I, they're I, way down on the new college football rankings that were just announced last night. Yeah, I only put Auburn, Alabama, and well, Iowa, and Iowa State, and Texas. They were the only ones I saw that were in the top 20 that were ranked. You know, they're playing each other. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what teams can make it all the way to the weekend without canceling. So. But. It's, it, we get to this, what's today, Wednesday? I get to this point, and I it's like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I just sit there and just wait. It's unbelievable. Um, Then I get on the plane Friday, and I hope when I I land, it's always okay. It's still a game. That's what Gino said. Gino Ariana said, you just don't know. He said it's the strangest, and you have to respect the whole process. I don't know what... uh, What's his name down there at Clemson? Having a little breakdown. Oh, yeah, Dabo Sweeney, yeah. Dabo Sweeney. He's been out of line this week. You've won a lot of nets. Just shut up. Your whole team's had the virus. He's still butthurt from the loss at ND. That's what's what's up with him. Uh, I just, I don't know. He basically called Florida, you know, wimps or something. But whatever. I don't mind him saying something on, like, Sunday. But after that, let it go. You got a game with Pitt this week. Last time Pitt came to your place, they beat you. Let's go, Pitt. Yeah. Yeah, No, I'm sorry. Dabo made me mad. I love Dabo. Great coach. Man, you're you're taking this way too serious. I can't root for Pitt. What are you, nuts? 